I tell people I'm an entrepreneur because education will always have a place in my heart. That's kind of where it all started. And when people ask me, like, how do you speak so well? Like, how do you get on stage? To me, it's educating on a mass scale. It's just getting outside the classroom and just being on the stage and teaching. And that's pretty much what I see myself as, still an educator. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. I'm here today with Dupay Alaru. She is the CEO of Tutors for Tots and also the founder and chief creative officer for Davi Creative. Dupay, welcome to My Company Story. Thank you. So okay, Dupay, hi. Can you tell us a little bit about your the two companies, if you'd like to, what you guys do, who your customers are? Uh, describe a little of that for us, if you would. Yeah, sure. So back in 2011, I started Tutors for Tots. Um, the LLC name back then was Tutors for Tots Tweens and Teens. So it was a K-12 in-home tutoring company. And the reason for starting that company was due to the layoffs. So I was a former teacher. I taught for four years for Long Beach Unified School District, um, kindergarten for two years, second grade. And after the final year of being laid off, I just decided, you know what, enough's enough. Like I could not keep this up. So it was actually the suggestion of my last year's students' parents. They actually came to me the last week of school. They felt so bad that I was losing my job. And they suggested that I tutored their children during the summer. And what happened was me just tutoring a couple kids and it ended up being a full-blown tutoring company a few months later. So I definitely have them to thank for that. Um, but yeah, I started you know, doing tutoring services for my community back then in 2011. It was still new. You had big companies like Sylvan Learning Center and Kumon, but you didn't see a lot of smaller tutoring companies. So in my city, I was one of the first ones outside of the big companies. And um, there's a high need for supplemental education services. And we provided those tutoring in reading and math. And we did test prep as well as speech and language tutoring. Um, what else did we do? Counseling. And it just really started to pick up and we started to contract with school districts and we never looked back. <laughs> well, congratulations. And you, uh, you. you started off with just yourself, I imagine. Then you added a few employees yeah. and you've got a number of employees then. And those employees, are they teachers then that are actually hands-on with the students, teaching them and working that way, right? Yes. I mean, I literally started in my living room and just even thinking about it today, it just, it, I have to laugh because the fact that I trusted random people to come in my home or they even trusted me and parents would be in my living room reading a book and I would be tutoring on my dining room table. And, you know, after maybe about a year or two, I had a handful of clients. It became overwhelming to kind of keep up with all my students. So then I started to hire my first 1099 employee and one led to two to three and sooner than later i mean i've worked with between 20 to 25 independent contractors at a time wow that's great that's a great story you know yes. now's a good time if you can tell us a little bit about your personal journey i mean how did you what was your um background how did what 
was your family like life growing up, your mom and dad? What did you uh, glean from that experience to take you to the uh, accomplished woman that you are today? Sure. I mean, I'm firstborn generation in the United States. My parents are Nigerian immigrants. So growing up, my parents instilled a very strong worth ethic for my siblings and I. My dad managed restaurants growing up. He owned Chubby's Diner. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Um, it's like a 60s type style diner where they would host like car shows. And it was amazing. Um, so just watching my dad um, as an entrepreneur, as a young kid, um, and then my mom was an OBGYN nurse, so she delivered babies for about 40 years. And so they worked hard, and I always had an entrepreneurship quality. <laughs> if I look back, you know, I was going door to door selling random stuff like almonds. I mean, now it doesn't make any sense, but I made money. <laughs> and, you know, so it was no surprise, I guess, to my friends and family that I'm an entrepreneur today because I've always had that go-getter mentality. Um, but yeah, like my parents, you know, just seeing my dad working hard and owning the business that allowed me to be really the first one out of my siblings to be an entrepreneur. And it's great to look at my siblings now because most of us own our own businesses. My mom retired at, she probably doesn't want me to tell everyone her age, but at 67 and she ended up opening up her own nursing institute and she's contracted with the state of California. So Wow, good for you. So Definitely it runs in the family. Runs in the family. Yeah, that's Definitely fantastic. <laughs> now, did you go? Uh, did uh, so you became a teacher then? So obviously, you went to school for to uh, mm -hmm. have an education degree. Became a teacher, Long Beach uh, School District, and then teaching for a number of years before you then saw the opportunity mm -hmm. to start the tutoring uh, for Tots and business. And now, tell us what now. I know you you've all pivoted into the uh, chief creative officer or content officer for Do V. So tell us a little bit about how that started and why you did that and what that's all about. Yeah. So just so people know exactly like a little bit about me too, I'm a motivational speaker and content creator full time. So I tell people I'm an entrepreneur because education will always have a place in my heart. That's kind of where it all started. And when people ask me like, how do you speak so well? Like, how do you get on stage? To me, it's educating on a mass scale. It's just getting outside the classroom and just being on the stage and teaching. And that's pretty much what I see myself as still an educator. Um, and I transitioned to the world of speaking and I'll, I'll get to how Davi started, but it really began when I, and this will kind of answer one of your questions, Don, how do I differentiate from my competitors? When I started my tutoring company, I realized that I can't compete with the Sylvans and the Kumans. And so I had to come up with something that was unique to my own gifts and talents. And what I realized was creating content. I started creating educational shows for kids. I was hired by companies like eHow.com to create educational videos for their website. And then I started creating curriculum. And once Long Beach Unified School District purchased my curriculum, I realized, wow, I have this gift to creating content. And then I was hired by the um, Long Beach City, which was the Department of Health, to create a curriculum as well. And from that point on, I realized, wait a minute, I really like this content creation thing. And so that kind of pivoted me into the world of speaking and content creation because me putting videos on YouTube or social media, people started to call me a speaker. I didn't even consider myself a speaker until people started calling me that. And then I started getting invited to speak on panels and stages. And then I realized, wow, this is, this is my purpose. This is where I belong. 
And so from there, I created Davi Creative, which is a creative agency. And it's really um, me helping other creatives create content to build an online brand because that's exactly what I did. I see. So, okay. So let me get this path right. So here you are, your Long Beach uh-huh. City School teacher, teaching little kids uh-huh. all this stuff, found a need, <laughs> went off on your own, tutors for tots, had a bunch of employees teaching, teaching kids, doing that whole thing. Then realizing you were creating content, you were really good. You were just speaking on stage. You're teaching on stage, just a larger audience, not just one-to-one anymore. And yep. you create this content yep. and the content is the curriculum. Yep. And now that's grown into now the speaking that you do and helping other speakers, mm-hmm. helping uh, other authors and people who are in that space mm-hmm. then. Are you still doing, are you still involved with the tutoring of kids and doing this also, or has one pivoted over to the other? Yeah, one pivoted over. So I'm predominantly focused more on the speaking. And what happened was when I would be live streaming and telling people about my Scale High program, which was the curriculum I created for Long Beach Unified, people started asking me, well, how do I create a course? How do I create curriculum? Now you, we all see online courses are the hot new thing in every market now. But even 10 years ago or in 2014, when I was creating them, it was still new. And so I started to help one person and the next. And these were people in different industries. I mean, personal trainers, pastors, health and wellness enthusiasts, um, barbers and, you know, hairstylists. I mean, you name it. I've helped people in almost every industry. And then I became the content or curriculum developer in my market. And so I kind of ran with that for a few years, helping other speakers create their online training courses. And then I realized, you know what, I don't want to box myself in just curriculum because on, if you go on Instagram or LinkedIn, which we met through my videos, I'm known as the video creator. Mm. And so that's where Davi comes in. D-A-V-I for Davi stands for digital courses is the D. The A stands for audio content, the V for video content, and the I for images. So I pretty much meshed everything that I like to create underneath one brand. And I help other speakers. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about who is your ideal client and tell us a story about how you help that person. My ideal clients for, should we talk about Davi? Sure. <laughs> for Davi would be, other, would be other speakers. I mean, I built a speaker brand in less than two years and it was all through content creation. So now on my membership site, davimembers.com, I have a platform where we divide into three categories, brand development, how to build a brand on social media, which is very important in this day and age. Um, curriculum development, people want to learn how to build an online course and speaker development. How do you become a speaker and what are the tools and strategies you need to be seen and to be known as an influencer in that market? So if you can tell our audience an example of someone that you've helped in this area that, uh, is, you know, is very happy with what you're doing, the success story. I will talk about Ariana because she is like my A plus student and um, Ariana Stell, she was someone who came to me to be her coach and she was lost. She didn't really know where she wanted to be. I mean, she was all over the place doing birth. What are those (sighs) Bitcoin stuff? Like just all kinds of stuff. And she, but she was a trainer too. So she was always saying, well, I do this to make money and I do this and I do this. And I was like, listen, you're amazing at like her personality is amazing. I think you'd be great at speaking, um, but you need to build your brand. And after a few months of coaching her and her kind of not wanting to go my route, she ended up 
saying, okay, I'll give it a try. Now she, I mean, she's right now being casted for her own TV show. She's been featured in a magazine. She has her own Rolodex of clients that she trains and she's been, been sponsored by some agencies and brands for fitness. And it all happened because she finally listened and she built her brand on Instagram and she's just doing phenomenally well. And wow, I actually fantastic. met her in person for the first time. Yeah. So how, I mean, if you, how did you do that? I mean, how, I mean, we only have a couple of minutes here, but I mean, how okay. do you take someone who has no brand and no uh, social uh, uh, footprint, so to speak, and, and she's in the, all these places in such a short period of time? I mean, what, what, what did you do? Honestly, I've always had, and I'm sure you do too. I've always had a gift for pointing out someone's gifts and talents. And I will always point someone in the right direction because someone did that for me. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I've had all these contracts with school districts. My tutoring company was always the popular site to intern. I always had a ton of interns each semester because I was able to see, wow, you're going to school for this, but I think you would be really great at sales and marketing, or I think you'd be really great at this. And I would say a good majority of my interns ended up going the path that I pointed out that they were great at. So I just, I think I have that natural gift. And I think that's just about leadership. Every leader is able to point out something great about their mentee or someone that they're uh, mentoring. Um, so Ariana, I mean, it was just obvious to me. She's just very personable. She has a lot of energy. She's, she knows how to articulate her words. She's a great speaker and she wanted to train people. So if you want to become one of the top well-known trainers, you have to build a brand online. And so it was pretty easy to kind of gear her steer her in that direction. Got it. So you really saw some raw material in her and you saw mm -hmm. something in her that if you just did a few of these things and let me just help coach you along these areas, you'll have all mm -hmm. this going for you. So she had the raw material and it was all yep. there at the beginning. You identified it. She wanted it. She was motivated and she's a hard worker, I imagine. And then she ran with it and oh, yes. became that person then. That's great. That's a great story. Yeah. And also in the, in the tutors for tots, I mean, I'm sure you have some kids. Do you follow any of the kids from, you've been doing this for 10 years now. I mean, from now that yeah. like high school, college, and you can see how you've identified and helped some kids early on that are now uh, doing great things later in life. Yeah. I mean, it makes me feel really old. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but, but um, like, it's funny because actually when my program was being implemented at one of the local high schools, two of the students in my program, I remember walking in during orientation because I always speak during orientation and I'm looking at these two boys and I'm like, oh my goodness, when I was actually a second grade teacher, they were literally eight. <laughs> they were my students and they're like, Miss Alaru. <laughs> and so it was kind of cool to see them all grown up in high. I mean, their faces were the same, which was kind of funny. Um, but they were like growing up to be men. And so it was, it was really cool to see how they were from second grade to high school because I was a part of that. Um, yeah. As far as my scale high program, we definitely, you know, the principals and I, we communicate and they definitely tell us all the feedback. Um, personally, we don't really keep in touch with the students, but definitely the school does. And they always give us that data and let us know how they're doing. And everybody's always excelling. So. That's wonderful. That's great. You've really made a difference to a lot of people then. That's fantastic. All right, let, let's, let me talk a little bit about what I ask everyone who comes on the show. Tell us about a challenge that you faced and how you've overcome that challenge. 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, one of the biggest challenges as an entrepreneur is really just finding your niche. I think that I've adjusted and kind of maneuvered over the last 10 years and I'm in a really good spot today where I am, but it took years to get there. And sometimes as an entrepreneur, you have to try different things. And, you know, sometimes your industry is oversaturated with maybe something that you want to do. So you have to figure out how, like you said, to differentiate yourself from your competitors. And so that's something that was very challenging for me when I started Tutors for Tots, can't compete with Sylvan. How can I differentiate? Then I went the curriculum development route, which landed me contracts with school districts throughout Los Angeles County. As far as a motivational speaker and content creator, I still had to find my niche, which was, okay, I'm the queen of content. I want to be the person known as the video creator, powerful videos and online courses, as well as a great speaker. So, yeah. Great. Great. So really finding your niche is the, is the secret to success as far as you're concerned and really knowing what you do, doing yeah. well, not finding some places, some space that is less competitive or the, or the, or the, okay. that you can make the most impact in. And you did that very successfully with tutors for tots. And now you're searching for that or you haven't quite found where that is, although you're learning on that. Now tell us about that process. How do you go about finding that in this new area that you're in right now in the motivational speaking and content creation? How do you find that niche? What, what do you do to test things or to move forward in that area? Well, I found it. So I finally found it. So the first two, since I've been speaking for two years, it was hard. Um, and this year I finally found it. And that was the reason why I created Davi. Because in the beginning, when I started speaking in 2018, I didn't know where I was. So I was always coaching very broad, anybody. <laughs> and I was speaking on any stage because I just wanted to speak and get out there. And as I started to build my online brand, become a motivational influencer and really find my area, I realized these are the areas that I like to be in as far as like my audience where I like to speak and also create content. And so kind of what I mentioned earlier, I went from being that curriculum developer to really saying, I don't want to just be pinned down in that niche. I want to be more known as a content creator because I can do more than just curriculum development. I know how to edit videos and create content for my membership site. So I, I, find, I finally got there. <laughs> I see. That's great. So yeah, you, you, so you, I see. So you, you identify an area that you think you want, that you want to go into, you go into that area and then you kind of test a little bit here, a little bit there, test all these things. Yep. And then it comes to you all of a sudden the clouds start to part and the, the fog clears and you say, exactly. this is really where I am. Here's my lane. I'm going to run in this lane and really run hard in there because you've already known that that's the space that's going to be the most uh, productive for you. Exactly. That's Perfect. fantastic. Exactly. Now what, um, what lessons would you say that you've learned that you'd like to pass along to other business owners who might be listening to us right now? Delegate, delegate, delegate. De really? Why do you say that? I mean, tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm very type A. And if you're listening and you're a type A person, we like to do things like by ourselves, like we, cause we know we're going to get it done. And, um, I got that from my mom. I don't know if it's her background in nursing, but she's a perfectionist and she's very, OCD. Oh my goodness. I was just home for Thanksgiving. We don't want to get into that, but she's definitely OCD. And so for me, when I first, you know, as entrepreneurs, when you start your own company, it's your baby. Nobody's going to love it the way you love it. And so we tend to think no one can do it like we can do it, which is not necessarily true. And so, you know, what I've learned over the last 10 years, the last two years, I realized, wait, I do have to delegate. Yes, I know how to build websites. 
yes, it's great that I know a lot about accounting and I know how to manage my company and I know a lot about marketing, but I can't do everything because there's an old saying that goes, if you try to be everything to everyone, you become nothing to no one. And anytime you spread yourself out too thin, you're less productive. So finally, this past year, I realized, let me delegate, let me find interns and you know, people that can do the things that I can do, but I'm not great at. And let me focus what I'm great at, which is speaking and creating content. That's great. That's wonderful. That's well said. And I think the audience can really hear in your voice how passionate you are about that and that you really truly believe that. And it's so true from all the entrepreneurs I've spoken to. Delegating is a key. You've got, you've got to surround yourself with really good people. Let go of some things. Yep. Give them the reins to do it and they'll help you succeed where meeting your goals. So fantastic. Exactly. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you? Well, my name is very unique, so you can find me <laughs> very easily. So dupayallery.com is my website, um, D-U-P-E-A-L-E-R-U.com, and then all social media. It's just my name. Great. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all those areas. Yep. Everything. Just, just that Instagram.com forward slash dupayallery, LinkedIn, you know, just the slash and then my name. Great. Fantastic. Well, Dupay, you've been a wonderful guest on the show. I really appreciate you having on here. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us before we part then? Any other parting words for either the people that you know that may be listening or to other business owners that may be listening? I just say, follow your heart, follow your passion. You know, there's a lot of people who are very passionate about being an entrepreneur. If this is you, I say, go for it. 2020 is going to be a big year. I know every year we say that, but I think 2020 is, is one of those mega years. And um, it's now or never. Life's too short to be sitting on ideas. So if you have an idea of a product, of a service, of a business, get started today. That's a great way to end the show. I appreciate you being on and we look forward to following your success. Thanks very much. Thank you, Don. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening.